Hey, and <laughs> welcome back to Rad Country. Two months later, Rad Country. Uh, I don't know why we had a hiatus. Probably just because we're busy. Yeah. Uh, it's been busy. You've been traveling. You've been basically touring this whole time. Have I? Yeah. Mm, haven't you? I've been playing a lot of shows, I suppose. <clears throat> I'm kind of waiting for the next uh, Nick Rucker billboard. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I would need to open a GoFundMe for that probably at the moment. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think that's a good way to use GoFundMe. No. Hey everybody, donate to my face on the street. Yep. Just throw money at the actual billboard. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? Dude, it's been uh just summer. I mean summer with a detailing business just spells busy so a lot of that and um i'm adding to the business so there's new services that we're going to do uh tint ceramic coating and then we're offering our line of products so it's all kind of coming together uh, as we speak so Uh things have been pretty crazy there um and then we just actually had a family vacation last week, which was super fun. Nice. Where was that to? Just Lake McConaughey here in Nebraska. Well, okay. We made it extra fun because we rented an RV. You rented an RV? drove that oh, big some bitch all the way across the state. I think I saw that. Are you, you showed me something along those lines. Yeah. I'm a complete idiot, so I don't. I see things and then I totally forget five seconds later. So, no, that's about how my brain works on a daily basis. So, you're not alone, yeah. sir. Anyway, yes, this RV was massive. It wasn't quite a bus, uh, but I'm pretty sure it was the biggest thing that you can get before you actually like you're driving a bus. At least it felt that way. So you don't have to share with me the price. But on a scale of one to expensive, was it expensive? Well, when you factor in the fuel price, yes. But was it, I mean, better than renting a vehicle and driving out or, you know, and then renting a hotel room and all that? I don't think it was any worse than any of that. I mean, we could have tent camped too, but it wasn't going to be as fun for the kids. And we had the baby, you know, so. Yeah, that would be probably a nightmare. Yeah. I could maybe do a night or two with the baby in a tent. But I think after that, mm -mm. yeah, get me out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've looked at those. And, like, was it, like, one of those ones that was, like, that's labeled on the side that says, like, get a (laughs) – Rid an RV and be a complete douche. No. So that's actually when we started down the path of this idea for this vacation, that's like where our minds went. We were yeah. like, yep, we're just going to go all in. We're going to get like one of those Cruise America fucking huge that's RVs. Uh, 
but we ended up finding a company. I wish I could remember the name of the, the company, but it's similar to Airbnb or Verbo where uh-huh. you can rent an RV just from, you know, someone who owns it. So if you own an RV, you can post it on this platform for rent, you know, just like an Airbnb, just like you would do if you had an Airbnb property. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, so it, was pretty, it worked out really well. Is that app called like Toro or something like that? That uh, could be Becky took care of that. I should know the answer to that, but I don't. I, I don't okay. know. Because whenever we were in uh, Hawaii, we were looking at like renting a car for like a day. And I was like, I really don't care to go to the airport, get a car and then drive it around. Hawaii and then take it back the next day so we looked at that I think it was Toro was like you could rent somebody's car from them Mm -hmm. and but there were so many like guidelines with it like as far as like everybody could like hey you have to wash it you have to vacuum it out and all this all this stuff and I'm like when are we gonna do like I don't want to make that a thing Right. When you so, like need to get rid of bodies, you just want to deliver the car back dirty. You don't want to fucking right. cleaning it and all that. That's like, I need a, I need a car. I can pressure wash the inside and that right. it's not going to be a lot of piss and shit in here. So yeah. Dead cats. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, um, we started a second podcast actually with uh you remember a marriage retreat that group of yeah. fun loving guys with those guys and there's yeah. like five of us in there and we had our first episode the other night and it was a dumpster fire right yes. out of the gate but it was great it was uh so you'll have to come on there too sometime because uh you used to be a part of marriage retreat yep and i so, like the uh i like how appropriate that group is yeah it's very appropriate wholesome. i could show like that's what actually we would do with the kids at night before bed is actually go through marriage retreat just to like you know make sure that they're really well adjusted yeah you're like hey say your prayers and then we're going to go through marriage retreat real quick yeah the first 30 days and <laughs> and hopefully <laughs> you kids learn something from uncle nick and aunt susan <laughs> right that's awesome man what's the name of the podcast i want to check it out marriage retreat oh well <laughs> yeah that's, that's very creative it is on spotify so nice let me just disclaimer here we may be joking but that is not for anyone under the age of 18 it is raunchy <laughs> it, yeah well, I think there was, wasn't, wasn't that in the name of the group on social media, like uh marriage retreat 18 plus or something like that. I don't know. 2.0. Uh, did they call yeah. it? Like, did it call out? Like, yeah, be basically. Offended. I mean, I, it was, I remember whenever I started that group and it was for like three of us, it was me and like two other guys I went to Iraq with. And it was just a place to it. Like, it was a page where we could go and like share memes that were like, you're not going to post that on your own page. And so, and then I like started, the group started branching out and more people started get started uh, joining. And it was, 
all my like veteran buddies and then it went off the rails very quickly and i was like okay and then it got shut down and um and then i still get like updates like it's still up up and going but it's like nobody posts on it anymore because everybody was on the verge of getting actually kicked off facebook but um <laughs> it uh yeah it the podcast whenever we did it the other night was just along the same lines picked up right where we left off perfect so, yeah it's pretty it was pretty it was pretty good nice. interesting i love it yep how's everything else uh good just uh in st louis at the moment uh training hello garage and and uh hanging out and yeah it's uh not too bad nice yeah busy how about uh so what are the new ventures at uh radwash is it window tinting yes so window tinting uh we've offered ceramic coatings forever but that's just something that's is kind of taste taking off in a bigger way now i guess so it's it feels kind of new <laughs> um and then the products line so just a couple of diy products that people can order on the website so oh nice yeah man <clears throat> i'm like I'd, i always feel bad so like whenever i i don't listen to our episodes very often but sometimes i will just like oh man i feel like i sounded like an idiot in the last one or whatever but I feel like mm -hmm. I'm never too excited, but it's just because I'm always like just running around like with the chicken with my head cut off, you know, just shit, what's next? What's next? What do I got to do? You know, so it's always, it feels like stressful, like good stress, but no time for excitement yet. <laughs> Although yeah. deep down, I am fucking thrilled. It's awesome to see. Like I'm a year, a little over a year into this, like full time from yeah. leaving corporate and it's just been a, it's been a cool ride. Yeah. That's great that <clears throat> I'm glad it like it's taking off because it was like that, like whenever you left, I was just like, I hated to see you leave. And, but I was like, I knew you were, it was time. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I was just like, I think uh, you were probably more, obviously you were nervous about, I mean, you're taking a huge leap and yeah. it's kind of like, well, here goes the safety net and yep. I'm on my own. And so <laughs> to, to do that, you know, it's, it's probably something everybody thinks about on a regular basis is, you know, what if I did this or what if I did that? So you yeah. actually did it. You actually did it, which is awesome. Yep. That's something I think about like almost every day. At least I get every day. I give it a little bit of respect. Like there's that like sense in you. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want to do it and you just fucking do it. Yeah. So I just kind of like pay homage to that or whatever a little bit. It's because cool. I realize every day like – before before i left full to do this full time i kind of had the mindset like why doesn't every fucking buddy just start a business like why do you want to work for somebody you know what i'm saying like go make that shit happen for yourself yeah um 
I realize now more than ever why everybody doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, with, with the music stuff too, it was like, I've always thought about that, but still there's always in the back of my mind. I'm like, well, what if, you know, obviously what if it trying to, trying to make the numbers work, you know, yeah. like how am I going to keep, maintaining what i have currently yeah because well we haven't talked in a while i sent you pictures of of uh you know my truck that got fucking totaled and yes i'm supposed to detail your new truck and i yeah haven't um well it's it was so it was kind of a nightmare so i got on car gurus and basically i mean i was like i I was going through the local dealerships and I just couldn't find anything that was like, I could see myself in that. I was looking at the the Broncos and I couldn't, I couldn't see myself driving the sport. Cause it's so it's like, it's just like having a Ford Explorer is what it would feel like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, I'm not that guy. And so I was looking at the, the bigger ones that are like basically the same size as like an FGA cruiser. But I was just like they are in really high demand right now. I guess you got to get on like a waiting list to get get one, like a new one. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I have to have a vehicle like yesterday. And so I got on Car Gurus, and it was super simple, man. I put in there like because I've always wanted like a GMC pickup truck, and it was just always in the back of my mind. I'm like, I can't afford that. Who, who can afford those, you know? And I've just, the people that drive them, I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I don't have that kind of money. And um, so I put in what I was looking for on there and it pops up and it, and it goes through the whole United States, like, mm-hmm. and, and finds what you're looking for and all these different competitive prices. Then it tells you whether it has salvage title or, all the you know it basically does the carfax report for you and says hey it's never been in an accident or whatever so i found a truck i found three of them i had three options and i was like one of them had a salvage title and then i dug deeper was like oh yeah i don't want that one um and another one and that one was pretty close by there was a that was in uh in iowa not too far and then uh, there was one in omaha and I was like, gosh, I just can't. There was something about, I can't remember. What, oh, the seats weren't leather. And I was like, I kind of need like at least partial leather seats. Um, something that cleans up easy. And then this other one that I found was like, I saw pictures of it. And I was like, this thing is like in mint condition. And it was a 2015 GMC Sierra. And it was in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I was like, Let's just see what happens. Um, and basically you can do everything from that app. So you can like apply for credit and well, apply to see if you can get a loan and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I just applied, I got pre-approved and was like, sweet. Well, let's see what happens next. And then I just, the dealership, I mean, they, they get tagged in an email. I'm sure that says like, Hey, this guy's looking for that truck. And so as soon as I did, like, I get like uh, probably an automated text that says, hi, Nick, 
you're interested in the 2015 GMC Sierra. Would you like to test drive it? And I was like, I don't live there. So <laughs> um, that's seven hours away. Anyway, so we, um, I was just doing all the stuff and like you could, you could pay an extra $500 and they would just deliver it to your house. Um, but it was going to take like two weeks to get it. And I was like, gosh, I can't wait that long. Cause I have like this long, long story short for the people that, that I, I didn't really talk about it much, but, um, went to pick up Will from daycare. Um, one Friday, I think it was and picked him up, just got him in the car seat, pulled out onto, um, Miller or not Miller Avenue, Q street going towards Millard Avenue and then there's like a turn lane and usually that will back up to where it's not a turn lane anymore because it's so congested in that area and so I was right on the verge of being into the turn lane and there was a car stopped in front of me there's a car stopped behind me so we were all just waiting to turn um anyway as soon as we stopped I was sitting there a second and then all of a sudden I hear just like tires squealing and I was like uh what was that and then all of a sudden boom just absolutely wrecked from behind and so I don't know really what happened I just assume he just didn't see everybody stop but he was probably going the cops said like 50 miles an hour um and hit the car behind me, which then, I mean, we just, we were all at a complete stop. So everybody's foot was on the brake. And so he completely hit them, destroyed the back part of my truck, like bent the frame into almost like an upside down V and uh, pushed me into the car in front of me, which I think it, I, I must've like, probably caught what was left of the force from his vehicle because I didn't hit them that hard. <clears throat> it was enough though that mm-hmm. Will's balling. I mean, it was just like yeah. we're in a bit we're in a busy intersection. So my first like instinct is to like make sure he's okay, but I'm like, I can't get out right now because I don't know. Like am I gonna, you know, is this over? Like what what's happening? So mm-hmm. anyway, I I reach back and he's okay and then i'm like gosh i need to climb over these seats just get in the back and make sure he's cool and i couldn't because my truck was so small kid couldn't yeah. climb over the seats in that car seat's so big anyway i finally just like I, I, it's okay to get out so i get out and i get around back with him and he's he was shook up i mean the kids got a rear-facing car seat so he watched the whole thing unfold but um, mm-hmm. he's fine. We sit there and then, you know, my truck is, it's drivable, but it's not like you can't drive it very far. And the cops are very quick to like, make sure you get the vehicles off of the road and all that stuff if they're drivable. Mm-hmm. And so I drove it into a parking lot over there and, and literally then it was like, well, I don't have a truck. I don't have a vehicle at all. Yeah. And then life is just like, it's a scramble to figure shit out. Yep. So, yeah. so, you know, like contacting insurance and like, which is bullshit. Like the whole thing is kind of bullshit. Insurance is just, 
it's not even there whenever you need it. It's just like such a headache. And <clears throat> so it took a while. And then you have like rental car, but there's some, some stipulations with it. Like you don't get it for as long as they say you get it. It was just a headache. So anyway, I had a week to scramble and find a vehicle and I found that one and it was going to be another two weeks before I could get it. And I was like, you know what, let's just go to Minnesota and we'll get it. And so we packed up all the kids and we drove to Minnesota and went to Mall of America and went to some lakes and stuff that Leslie wanted to do and, and uh, hung out and got, went on Saturday morning and picked up the new truck and uh basically then just drove it home and so the catch was it was uh, sold to me from a dealership in minnesota but the guy who traded it in was from iowa so it had an iowa title through a minnesota dealership to a nebraska resident and so anybody that ever does this it's it's not a huge headache but you better have a two-month like uh temporary tag on your vehicle because that's how long it's going to take. It took a month and a half <clears throat> to get all the paperwork to the DMV and in Omaha to make it so I could license it, which is licensed now. It's fine, but uh, <laughs> it's quite, quite a deal. But uh, yeah, that truck's pretty nice. It's uh, it was, it's a lot bigger and obviously, and uh, what I, a truck I always kind of wanted. So that was, it was nice to finally get into something that I always wanted. Cause I always feel like whenever I go buy a vehicle, I'm like, huh, what do I want today? Not like, what do I have always wanted? Yep. Yep. So oh, that's, that was, that's, that's my story. Well, congrats on the truck, dude. Hey, thanks. Man. I mean, it was unfortunate how it came up, came about, but as long as Will's okay. Yeah, he's good. And then it was that's when I texted you when I got home because I was like going through this vehicle and I don't know if they just like had no time to clean it. I'm like, this thing had sat on your lot for like a couple weeks, but there was just like these compartments that were in there that were just fucking filthy. And I'm like, it was like somebody just like didn't open anything. They just cleaned the outside to give it a good once over. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking in this shit. I'm like, there's like receipts from the guy that owned it before in there and i'm like what the i didn't buy it from some guy on a farm like bought it from a dealership and so anyway i didn't even say anything about it because what am i gonna do drive back to minnesota and say you better claim this right they don't give a shit the thing that was kind of you know did surprise me every vehicle i've ever bought they've always gave you a full tank of gas like they give you like a thing they're like all right we're gonna go fill it up and then we'll bring it back they did not i had it had a half a tank of gas and you're like talking like over 30 gallon tank so it's not cheap fill this thing up well that's why you're at like the height of the gas prices being really high in minnesota yeah they're like 450 a gallon hot seller's market for vehicles yeah. So you kind of got, got it, you know, I was going to say something inappropriate, but you got, you know, shafted. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say you got kind of fucked twice. 
shut it down. <laughs> shut the shut this episode shut down. down. This episode <laughs> doesn't this. belong on this family friendly platform. I can't believe you brought. We were going to talk about Jesus. And how well, you've been getting right, right dude, with the Lord. Speaking of Jesus, so have you seen or heard about? I'm changing uh, subjects here quite a bit, but there is okay. a documentary dude on netflix a series it is like keep sweet pray and obey i think something like that Uh, it is fucked up it's all about the fundamentalist mormon church yeah yeah man that's all i'm gonna say if you want to check it out check it out yeah so the guy warren jeffs is his name he's kind of like the leader the prophet, he, uh, yeah, man, he controlled a lot of people. He did, has a lot of people doing some weird shit. We actually haven't finished it yet. We're still kind of in the middle of it, but it's it's pretty fucked up to watch huh. what some of these people are going through or went through, like, I suppose. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I feel like there's, because <clears throat> uh, that one of the podcasts that I listened to, Time Suck, he always like, goes through and details like these weird religions or like people that were like part of cults that were religious cults and yeah there's some weird there's some weird ones out there that i thought i'd heard about all of them but there's some that i've never heard of so yeah i'm sure you've heard of this i mean i i i'm pretty sure it's still like a thing i don't understand it but i guess so is the catholic church for a second i thought you were at home i was like oh he must be letting his dog out or something no i'm in a hotel and they i was having food dropped off but i think they must have put it at the wrong door (laughs) nice whoops yeah Anyway, I'll figure it out later. So, um, yeah, this is uh, third time coming to St. Louis as of recent. And it was um, the first time I came down here, I didn't really know the area. So I just got like a hotel in a, like a cheaper hotel somewhere. And it was in Ferguson, Missouri which I didn't realize it was. And like this hotel room looked like it had been like seized by the FBI at some point. And I was like, my friend Tim was with me and he went to open the door, the window and the window almost falls out. And we're like, where are we? Um, (laughs) And Tim's like, I'm sleeping with the lights on and I'm not going to sleep either. I'm like, which is it? Um, <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, this is the, the last time was a little bit better, but this time I stayed, I picked a hotel that was, I thought looked decent online, but dude, they're misconceiving. Um, oh, online. Just, yeah. Like yeah. <clears throat> you can't base it off of like the star ratings anymore. Cause you dude. don't know who this, you don't dude, know. I'll go to that like Google maps and everything, try and get like a real good idea of where the hotels are. 
Yeah. Because, yeah, I've been burned. There was one. I've actually left a hotel once ever on a work trip. I was checking. I was in, like, I can't remember the name of the town. Somewhere, like, upstate New York. Just. Oh, was it half? Was half moon? No. Uh, I can't remember where it was. An hour-ish west of Albany. Oh, Um, Anyway, it was a, shit, what was it? A Best Western, maybe? Anyway, I get into this hotel room, get all checked in. Um, The bathroom was just disgusting, dude. There was, like, mold around the sink. There was mold in the shower. Like you're saying, it just looks like this room was used for all kinds of nefarious shit at some point. Probably like the previous night. I don't know. I mean, maybe even within the several hours of me showing up, like I'm pretty sure they entered this room by the hour. So I sat down, and within five minutes, I was like, "Fuck this place," and I just left and like drove up the street to another hotel that looked nicer from the outside. And thank God. <clears throat> well that I remember when I was a kid and we did that like uh sorry you're coming on an adventure with me to find this food so um we went to Texas and we stopped at a hotel and this is back whenever like you couldn't like get online and check what hotels look like and all that stuff and so we get there in my parents are like okay so we're we're uh we're here oh here's my food they put it on the back side of the and so my parents are like okay we're gonna go in here and we go in there and this place is three two two it's three two three so long um <laughs> that's next review of the yeah the food delivery service. Love it. DoorDash dipshit. Um, every time I've ordered DoorDash, it's always a fucking nightmare in a, in a hotel at least. And so, anyway, long story short, we get in there and it's like, and nothing gets Indian folks, but they run a lot of motels or hotels. And so, we get into this hotel room and it's a fucking job. Like, it looked like never been cleaned somebody was obviously recently murdered in there and the door didn't even fully close (laughs) and so we um basically my mom was like hey we're not staying here we're leaving right now and i was like okay and so we loaded up the car she went in the uh, she went in the the door and uh, was like, "Hey, we we had a family emergency. We we need to leave now." And the guy's like, "Okay." And back then, like you pay in cash and all that stuff. And so mm-hmm. the guy was like, um, "Well, I'll give you like fifty percent of your money back." Which back then it was like you could stay at a Motel Eight or Motel Six for like thirty dollars a night. Yeah. <laughs> But, dude, okay, so this was hard times. So, um, 
it, we couldn't afford even to go on this family reunion to, to Texas anyway. So $15 was a lot of money because that would get you like uh, fucking two tanks of gas. Anyway, so we're, my mom's like, I just remember her like, you're going to give us all our money. We've been here for five minutes and you're going to take our money. And it just, she created a scene. It was fine. Ended up, uh, ended up getting all the money back, but like hard times, like that trip. I remember like sleeping in the back of the car because they were like, we're not going to stop. I remember this clearly now we're not stopping because we can't afford to stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's either gas or we stay in a hotel, which is it? Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Life was way different at one point. Yeah. Um, no, but um, where were, where were we going with this conversation? Just sharing life stories. Where do we ever go with our conversations? So like we just go know. into like debauchery and just stupid shit. And then we might circle back to something. Profound. Oh, I, I did go see Tom Segura a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. I thought I saw a picture of you on Facebook. Yeah. How was yeah. that? It, it was the first time I've ever gone to like a comedy show ever. Mm. Uh, well, no, I take that back. I went to the Funny Bone one time and saw some guy that Dr. Gonzo, um, who really wasn't <laughs> that funny. Anybody that like, anybody like in the middle of the set, they're like, okay, I'm going to get my guitar and play some songs. I'm like, oh, you lost me. Um, yeah, <laughs> get me out yeah, of here. Don't, yeah, don't do that. And so it was, it was really funny, actually. Uh, he, uh, he lost, he's like pretty buff now. Like, he, I think he was to me, it was like he's funny, like on camera, like you see his facial expressions and his laugh and all that, but like him, like slim and in shape, and like he's not as funny as he was whenever he was like fat and yeah. Like, and all the voices and stuff, like, made sense with who he, how he looked and all that. Anyway, it was pretty good. And um, we bought <clears throat> uh, Stuart, my buddy who I play music with, got tickets to um, Burt Kreischer whenever he films a special, Netflix special in Omaha in November. So awesome. we'll be going to that, that one, too. Pretty excited about that one. I did not know he was doing that. I kind of want to go. Where is that going to be? The uh, Orpheum. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think I thought it was the hall. No, it's the Orpheum Theater. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. We I'll have to like, hop on you know, and see if tickets are still available. I'm sure they are. I have that uh, Game Time app, um, which is like you can get tickets dirt cheap. Like anytime I'm like out of out of uh out of town and like wanting to find like tickets to a sporting event that's like last minute i always get them like 30 bucks and they're like <laughs> on the field uh, basically nice. and that one is like pretty similar that's how i got the tom segura ones was through that but they were not dirt cheap they were yeah. very expensive for where we sat we were like three rows back from the stage in the center oh, nice you could not have like this is the Pinewood Bowl in Lincoln and so it's basically just like an amphitheater in the middle of all these pine trees mm -hmm. on a like a in a park a state park and um it was a cool place it was just like you could tell that it was like whenever it rains really hard at that place floods 
And, oh, yeah. and, the, and it was super humid that night. So I was just like, oh, next time we go to indoor ones, um, yes. especially when you have to sit there. But they, they made it so, like, you can't have phones. Like, if you had your phone out, you would get kicked out. Um, you couldn't mm-hmm. record anything. You couldn't take pictures. And so I imagine it's just like the, you know, keep the keep his show under wraps so people don't just yeah. know exactly what he's going to say. Dude, when we went to see Rogan last year, uh, they had us put our phones in pouches that like, fucking, like, locked. Like, you couldn't get your phone out of it. Really? Yeah. That was annoying as shit. I suppose I can get it. I'm a fan of all those people, you know, that group of comedians. So I'm like, as a consumer of their products, I want to understand it, but at the same time, it was annoying as fuck. Like, but I guess I get it. Some asshole is going to fucking record the whole thing and then put it on their TikTok and whatever. Yeah. You know, blow yeah. it for every other group. So, did they have like stipulations as far as like, hey, if it's an emergency that you can do, you can use it or? You would have to go back out and like have somebody unlock it for you. I don't know if there was people in the, you know, like, uh, ushers or something i don't know if they had the device that would unlock it or not but so how did like you say they locked them like so they put it in a bag (laughs) which is like a plastic bag or what it was like a fucking kevlar bag dude it was i don't know what it was and i really don't know it was like a magnetic some version of a magnetic lock I haven't looked into it, so I don't sound like I understand like how this bag works, but uh, it was like a magnetic lock. And then you had to use like almost like at the store, how they put the tags on shit. And then they use that little thing to like unclip them. It was kind of like that. And then it would just, whatever they did, what they did, it came open. There was a guy at the concession stands. He was like flashing his phone. Oh, I got mine out of my bag. But we were like, are you like undercover? Are you trying to get us to show our phones to you so you can fucking take <laughs> us out, you bitch? Um, yeah. But no, he he said he got his out of his bag somehow. But we tried. There was no way for us to get them out. Really? That's fucking crazy. Because yeah. they told us, they told us obviously, they didn't have any bags. They just said, we see them, we're, you're out, basically. And yeah. they're like, if you have to use your phone for an emergency, you need to walk back to like the main entrance and use it there. Not somewhere where you can, you know, easily record from. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was he was hilarious. He's obviously pretty funny, um, and uh, he had Brian Simpson. Do you know who that is? With him, name sounds familiar. Black dude, um, and uh, I think he's got a Netflix special. But uh, he was he was pretty funny too. I was kind of like hoping that there would be. I did. It didn't say who like the, you know, touring who the who the lineup was. So there was only two of them, which was nice because it was like total showtime. It was like an hour and a half. Nice. So it was like those are my. I as a as an artist, I'm like get in, get out. I don't like yeah. the whole fucking four band lined up thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it was kind of nice to get in there get it done and go home and it was it wasn't hard to get there either i'd never even 
heard of it really until I'm surprised he played there. You know, I, you know, he, I kind of feel like he would be doing like pinnacle bank or something okay. huge like that or okay. somewhere in Omaha, but I don't know. I, I mean, mean, shit, we saw Rogan at Pinnacle. You would think he'd be at was, whatever. Was it sold out? PHI. Uh, I have no idea, dude. I Probably it was packed, like jam-packed. It was yeah. actually very incredible how many people were there. <laughs> was he? So I've watched his Netflix specials, and I'm like, he's he's okay. It's cool. It would be cool to go see him, but I'm like, he's not like, hilarious like you know like what i think is funny i guess yeah he's not not really your flavor uh yes i know what you're saying my problem with seeing joe rogan is like i'm such a fan of his podcast yeah and i feel like he works out some of his material on the podcast yeah like you you've heard a lot of what he says in his stand-up in one way or another, but it's still funny as fuck. Like, but Tony Hinchcliffe opened for him and he just killed it. Like, the, it, I had so much fun watching Tony uh, do his thing. So that was fun. Yeah. But I haven't yeah, checked it, out. Have you watched that, whatever show he has? Who? Tony Hinchcliffe. I guess he has this uh-huh. show where they like, uh, will rate comedians or something, and it's supposed to be like super hilarious. Like, they'll just have to look him on. I think I'm saying it right. Oh, okay. Now I know who he is. I was all these comedians that like Joe Rogan parades through his show. I'm it's hard to keep up with sometimes. It is. Um, there's a lot on there. Yeah, he's uh, I haven't watched it now. Yeah, I watched the I watched the guy recently, I can't remember his name. It's hard to get like impressed by how because there's so many people with Netflix specials now. Yes. Like I think it was, um, oh uh, Whitney Cummins is that her name, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched her special recently, and I was like, yeah, she's. Not, I mean, it seemed like, are you trying too hard, or I don't you know what's happening. <laughs> and you would think it like actually the last one I watched that I thought was hilarious was Bill Burr live at Red Rocks. Of course, I love Bill Burr. I think he's fucking funnier and shit. But, yeah. um, and I listen to his podcast all the time. But um, that was hilarious. If you haven't watched that, that's an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, that one keeps yeah. popping up as like, it's like front and center on like my algorithm or whatever on Netflix. I don't know if Netflix works on an algorithm like that. But anyway, it's like front and center. So it keeps on like, ding, watch it. Fucking ding, watch it. He's the one I want to see next because he's, he's, I don't know. I listen to his Monday morning podcast and it's fucking just him ranting for an hour every time. <laughs> and it's like, he talked about nothing, but it's just like, it's a good, like tune out and just and listen to him talk about stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, so I hadn't done, I haven't done CrossFit in two years ish. And I'm down here in St. Louis, and I know I'm friends with the owner of CrossFit St. Louis. And he was like, hey, let's work out this, to this morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'm so like one dimensional now, whenever it comes to lifting. And, um, anyway, I went and worked out and I was like, Oh fuck, I forgot that I don't do all these movements anymore. <laughs> and, uh, the strength was still there, but I was like, thrusters. I don't want to do these ever again. Yeah. And, uh, burpees. <laughs> so he kicked your ass. Uh, we were tied. I mean, it was pretty much side by side. Cause like, I think, so I've been taking a rowing class uh, and it's on my phone. So anybody that's listening, like if you buy a concept two rower, the rower will connect to your phone. And so it's Bluetooth connected. And so if you buy one, it comes with a phone stand that sits on top of the screen. And so this app that I have called Asensei has like five or six different like rowing trainers, guys that like rode professionally and in the Olympics and all this. And anyway, you connect your phone to your um, screen and then it's like a class and you start the class as a warm up, and then it gets into like the workout. And so it just goes off of like strokes per minute. And um, there was a part where I did like, you're trying to build up to like a 2000 meter row for time and like all these, all this different stuff that like you wouldn't probably do in a CrossFit class. Mm -hmm. And so then they work on your mechanics as far as like while rowing. And so you're ultimately trying to put most of the, of the pressure or most of the, Oh, you're trying to pull push with your legs. It's trying to, it's, you're trying to do all leg movements and all of this is like correlates with like deadlift and like it correlates to cleans and, and everything else. And so really you're just like getting those movements down using your, your glutes to, to push your, push the rower. Anyway, long story short. So I have been doing that for quite a while. And the one of the things you don't want whenever you're rowing is like the chain to whip back and forth. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you just know, like understanding how like things should move in one line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause if they don't like, it's just like a serpentine belt on a vehicle. If the belt gets loose and starts whipping around, it's not good for anything. And it's right. like that with, with a rower, like keeping things straight in line, how they're supposed to move creates less resistance for you as the rower. Um, anyway, going into those classes and just kind of looking around and seeing like, oh, like this is probably good that I took a break from CrossFit because I was probably that guy at one point. But now I look around and I'm like, see, like this is, there's like, to me, it was like, there's a need for people just like getting the mechanics down of rowing uh, yeah. and the mechanics down of just doing pull-ups and the mechanics down of doing X, Y, and Z. Anyway, there's mm -hmm. just so much that like, I'm glad I stopped going to CrossFit because it took me this past two years to like, okay, stop. It's not, it's not a race anymore. Let's get yeah. good. Let's get really good at these things that you like to do, but we're like never spent time on because you had, you were in a class that was an hour. They had to 
get as much done as they could in an hour. Mm-hmm. And so nothing against it whatsoever. I still love it. It was, it's nice to be like going somewhere where it's a competitive atmosphere and there's other people that are doing the same thing you are. And I just, I can tell, I just found myself like wanting to move at my own pace so much that I forgot that, you know, it is fast paced and I'm just like, I'll lollygag around my garage when I'm working out. Like, uh, I'm going to take a few minutes here just to sit and reflect on what I'm listening to in a podcast or something like that. And I missed Mm -hmm. that part of it too. It's like working out for me is, is just a time to unwind and like listen to, something and it's quiet anyway you don't get to do that in a class setting so no yeah but i went and it was fun and i'll probably go back tomorrow too so it was uh but it's the uh 5 a.m class so it's not it's it's what time i work out anyway so well that's good yeah oh shit Oh, what shit. other good news? What other good news what, you got for me? What other good news, huh? Um, what else? What else is going on? The kids go back to school tomorrow. That is good news. Oh yeah, it is. It, it's too, like huh? bittersweet. It's bittersweet because uh, you know, kids go back to school. Um, so they're occupied during the day again. And but we're getting closer to autumn or fall and then winter. I'm trying to like just appreciate all the seasons. Dude, winter is the worst. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're trying to get right with the Lord, the Lord and all yeah. the seasons, uh, but winter is the fucking worst. I know. I, I fucking hate winter. I can't I do, do it. There's nothing new. It's just I like, like Christmas, the Christmas season, like the holiday cheer and all of that. And, you know, but dude, everything's cold and dead and there's nothing good about it. You got to, snow is fucking heavy. Like when you have to move it. Yeah. Well, it's just so much like you appreciate whenever you're like going on a trip somewhere to like Florida and it's like, minus 10 in nebraska and it's like 80 there and you're like yes why do why do i not live here like right. what am i what am i doing yeah. yeah people complain about the the heat and the humidity but it never hurts to walk outside you don't walk outside on the hottest day the most humid day you might walk out and go Whew, steamy out here yeah but i mean when you oh. walk out and it's negative 10 like your whole every fucking thing in your body like tenses up and you feel pain. Yeah, I don't like it. It's it's fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then it's just everything's sloppy, and yes, it's dirty, <laughs> dirty, and it's just like goes back to like the fucking sixteen hundreds whenever they were figuring out Earth. Yeah, and and don't and, yeah don't fucking send me a picture of like the beautiful snowfall and all the trees and this big ass open field and a meadow and all of this, it's all white. No, that's not, this isn't a fucking snow globe. (laughs) Like this is, it's not pretty. That's not pretty. Everything under all that ice is dead. It is. It's (laughs) just a fucking nightmare of a situation. 
Right. Yeah, I don't. I mean, whenever I like eventually retire, I will not be retiring in Nebraska. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go somewhere where it's like, hey, I can relax. And if that's Texas, that'd be cool. Um, but go somewhere or New Mexico. New Mexico looks pretty nice. But mm-hmm. some somewhere I don't give a shit if it's fucking 105 degrees every single day. You know what? I can deal with 105 degrees because right. I'm. I'm happy, you know, whenever I walk outside, I'm like, huh, might wear shorts today. That's right. what I, that's what I want. I don't want them to wear 18 pairs of shorts with 15 pairs yeah. of pants and all kinds of socks my, and hats. My coveralls and everything's <laughs> puffy. Right. Yeah. Fuck that. It's just hard on things. It just makes tough folks. That's what it makes us is tough folks. I do believe a little bit of that. But Whoa. yeah. I don't look forward to winter. No. No. It's not at all. But I, you know, no. we gotta stay positive because there's lots of lots oh, of days of summer right. still. There's there's fall, Halloween. Which I just see that I saw on IMDb that Halloween Ends is coming out. Like another How, fucking one. Is there going to be like this is the last split one. into two to three? They're going to Halloween Ends Part One. Yeah, there was Halloween. There's <laughs> Halloween Kills, and now there's Halloween Ends. And you know, if it's you want my three, there's fucking like thirty of those movies. There's there's nine and ten. I'm pretty sure Jamie Lee Curtis has been in all of them. Not all of them. She's been <laughs> in a majority of them, but there was some, there was a weird phase where she wasn't a part of them. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, well, she wasn't in any of the Rob Zombie ones, right? Right. Yeah. But that, those aren't even, I don't even think those count as Halloween movies because that was just like, it was a Rob Zombie movie. That's what it was. It's like, oh, hey, so how, you didn't like it? How gory can we make things? Well, and that was never, that. that was not Michael Myers. Michael Myers was like the secretive guy that was hidden, scary, and he didn't, it was better when you didn't know anything about him. Well, I agree with you because you don't know the motive all the way. You're just some fucking, right. just going to get you in the night. Yeah. That's how all this, the old school scary movies were though. Like there wasn't a lot of gore in all of the in you know those old ones. I think Saw kind of changed the game a little bit, and then Hostel I think did too. You gotta go like on Insta. If you go on Instagram, there's like VCR of Death page, and then there's um, some other ones. It's like Horror Gallery and all these Mm -hmm. things that like they show you clips from like low budget like. 80s horror movies and it's just like it'll be like a cut screen where a guy's like no no and then like <laughs> a, a machete will swing in and cut a guy's head off and it's obviously paper mache head like it looks like it looks like red paint like they just squirts fucking, yeah. just like a fucking <laughs> fire hose of blood and shoots at him there's like, someone kneeling down underneath him with a bottle just like squirt squirt Yes, basically that's what happens. 
Yeah, yeah. one of uh, one of my favorite like horror movies from like that I've watched recently was um, what did I watch? It was oh, there's two of them actually. There's Clown, which was an Eli Roth movie, which was fucking hilarious. Where a guy like puts on this clown suit that he found in and finds in an old locker in his basement. And he dresses up as a clown for his kid's birthday party. Well, then the clown suit just like takes over his body, basically. And then there's um, the other one that I thought was was Tusk. I don't know if you ever watched that. It's got Justin Long in it. Yes, I did watch that. I didn't think oh, anyone I... else in the world watched that movie except for Justin Long. It's fucking horrible. That movie was so fucking stupid. But it was, like, good, kind of. Oh. It was... Oh, my God. It's just so ridiculous. Then the ending, you're like, what? Yeah. How's this? It was... throws, him, throws him a fish. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember oh, watching I that, and, and I was like, this is terrifying in, in a way. But... It, like my what is happening? Why is he doing this? What is like fucking sewing body parts onto him? Yes. You know, it's just like a fucking nightmare situation. Yeah. But uh the other one that I watched recently was Abominable. So you can imagine where that's going. Yeah. And that's an eighties eighties movie. I love eighties horror movies. They're like my that's my favorite genre. Like the new new horror movies. I did like the new Scream, the 2022 Scream. That was actually yeah. pretty good. That was it was really a, good. it was fucking bloody and, but it was, dude. I don't I don't know if you're like me, but like you look at the, the Scream. Whenever we were growing up, like the kids were just bigger kids. Like they were look looked like us, and now the kids nowadays are so short and like they look like fucking toddlers. Yes, maybe it's just as I'm getting older. But anyway, back to Abominable. Um, so this guy lives in a cabin. He's in a wheelchair, and this fucking abominable snowman is wreaking havoc on this town and killing all these animals and livestock. And then he kills these people, and you have to watch it because it's just so like corny like ridiculous but it's it it was worth to watch it's on amazon prime i saw to check it out abominable have you yeah seen i think it's on hulu <sighs> maybe could be fucking that up a show called evil Mm-mm. i don't know what there's so many like streaming platforms i get them mixed up so apologies if that's not the right one anyway the show is called evil it's pretty good it's on every sunday what's it about uh there is basically a psychologist another kind of skeptic and then a priest they all work for the catholic church so typically every episode there's something that they're investigating somebody calls in oh my daughter's freaking out you know throwing up and screaming whatever we think she's possessed can you come check it out so they'll go and see is this legit is there actually something going on like do we need to do an exorcism 
you know, kind of situation, that kind of thing. And then there's like this constant, like other story happening the whole time where there's like this, they lead you to believe he's like a demon. Maybe he's possessed by a demon and he's like fucking with like the main psychologist lady, like her family. So Uh there's like a whole bunch of like shenanigans, like devil shenanigans going on there. But yeah. the imagery is really cool, and it's I would explain it to everybody like a grown up a, a grown up Scooby Doo. <clears throat> oh, so it's like, um, well, I haven't watched Black Mirror in a while, but there were some episodes on Black Mirror that were pretty good. <clears throat> um, that's one I won't. That's what that reminds me of. But yeah, that's uh, there's too many horror movies coming out. Like one of the best series that i found recently was mindhunter that was pretty good i don't know if you watched that one no it's just they like the fbi was studying serial killers and so they were like interviewing um a bunch of different ones that were like in prison like you know there's uh oh let's see trying to think ed kemper was on there and he's like the main one that they and Ed Kemper was the guy that like killed a bunch of girls and then killed his mom and his mom's Shit. friend and and then um um Charles Manson was is is on there they interview him for a few minutes and then there's just like it's kind of cool to like because this all really happened I, if I remember right it's like was something they were actually doing was trying to profile these serial killers so that they could catch other serial killers and it's just so like the eighties was like a, a hot time for serial killers. <clears throat> there is a new show also that we caught. It's a uh, just one. It's like six episodes. It's called Blackbird. It's right along the same lines that you're saying. So based on a true story, this guy gets locked up for drugs, then to uh-huh shorten his sentence commute his entire sentence they ask him fbi comes in and asks him to go to a maximum security prison befriend this fucking guy that they think raped and killed 29 underaged females um and then just befriend him and get him to tell you where one of the bodies is that's it that's all you gotta do it not, it, I mean, the genre is not horror, but the, it was fucking, like, stressful and terrifying watching, like, how this played out. Really? Yeah. What was that called? Blackbird. It's on Netflix? Uh, that one might be Apple TV. What the fuck? You have all these apps that the rest of the world doesn't have. No, I don't. Everyone yeah, has all the same fucking apps. You said Apple TV, you said Hulu. Nobody has either of those. Yeah, you do. You probably do. You just don't know that you do. I don't have fucking Hulu. I had Hulu 10 years ago, whenever it first came out. No, I don't. (laughs) Well, pal, let's wrap this up. I've got to eat and uh, go to sleep because I have to get up at four in the morning. So... Well, um, you have yourself. We need time. to. 
we need to not make this two months again. So it literally yeah, was we have a weekly schedule. Yeah, we just had so much. I had so much personal shit going on that I was like, yeah, I'm not in the mood to do this right now. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I'm in the mood. Butter me up, baby. Well, go, on give, go on, give mama some sugars. <laughs> All right, sir. All right. Enjoy your food. Enjoy your yeah. workout. I will talk to you later. Until next time, keep it rad. Bye.